So what does it mean to be a quote-unquote giver? And frequently we hear people say, fast to describe themselves, I'm a giver. I'm a big giver. I really like to give. And we ask, how are you a giver? Well, I, uh, I enjoy doing things for other people. I enjoy uh, giving to charity. I enjoy helping. Uh, I like taking care of others. Maybe I like to take care of my pet kitten or my pet puppy or my significant other or my children. It brings me pleasure to, to do things for other people and so forth and so on. So I say giver, giver, giving, giver, it's just a term and we can mean anything at all that we wish by that term. But we want to uh, take a look a little bit at what might be behind that term at what might be sensibly connected with that term. So we would say that, let's, let's try to kind of define the, 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 the players here. So we have giving, we have taking, what does that mean? So uh, to take, same that we um, uh, apprehend um, uh, 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 a lack of uh, a modification of experience, meaning a lack of something that we suppose uh, we need in order to feel it, the, the way that we want to feel in order to be the way that we want to be. So for instance, uh, we walk outside on a cold win- winter day and we feel that the, the feeling that we get that we call cold is in contradiction with uh, excuse me, with the desire of ours to feel hot, to feel warm. And the reason that's a problem is because it, we don't feel like ourselves. We don't feel like we necessarily have to uh, want to feel, it, at least naturally, right? Some people get used to the cold, obviously, all kinds of things, but uh, uh, naturally speaking. So consequently, we want to take something in order to fix that issue and to feel the way that we want to feel. And here we want to take a coat and put it on. Right? Or for instance, we might feel um, like we uh, are missing something emotionally. We feel a little empty. We feel a little lack. So what do we do? We look around and try to take something in order to, f- what's the expression, right? Fill the void. To fill the void, we want to take something. Maybe it's a funny video. Maybe it's a phone call to a friend or a relative. Maybe it's um, going somewhere, going to the mall on a shopping trip, ordering something. I know I ordered something off of uh, Amazon or off of uh, another website, eBay or something, and now I feel good. I feel like a little bit better than I did. All right? So then we're taking in order to fill up this void. What about giving? What could giving mean aside from just the time? So we would say that giving... Uh, might be thought of as when we have uh, an excess, when we have everything that we need to feel like ourselves, and then we still have uh, something extra, then we want to find a receptacle uh, that can receive what we have to give, that can take what we have to give. But give, receiving might be a nicer sounding word because taking, we think, is grasping and give it to me, and receiving is just thank you for the gift, I appreciate it, that kind of thing. All right, so. Uh, then we can ask, how do we then uh, be in a position where we can truly be a giver? So first we have to clarify that the sort of giving that we usually take it consider to, to be giving and the sort of giving that most of us say when we say we're givers, what we're referring to is when we have is really taking. All right? Why? Because we have a particular emotional need. Uh, for example, a self-image that I give to others or uh, I'm very charitable or very empathetic or simply just uh, even if it's not verbalized, just some kind of gnawing feeling, some kind of empty feeling. And we feel that in order to, to uh, conform to the self-image or to, to get the feeling that we want, we need to do a particular action. It happens to be what we call giving to somebody. For example, giving our pet kitten a little bit of milk feels good. To, to, you know, in the sippy cup, it's, it's, a, it's real cute. So we feel like that's what we need right now. 
Somebody else, however, they, they, their emotional needs are, are, uh, are met through being a psychopath, through being a manipulative, uh, you know, sociopathic sort of character. So we see that it, because all of this is in a state of nature, it's not thought out, it's not uh, uh, it's stemming from anything that's been refined and worked on, there's no essential difference uh, in a moral sense. Right? Meaning there's a difference, obviously, in, in the outcome, there's a difference uh, in, uh, in the feelings involved, but as it concerns uh, uh, conscious, rational, uh, conscientious, purposeful humanity, there's no difference. Right? If we simply get, happen to give because that's what we need in order to feel like to, to feel good today, well, then if tomorrow what we need to feel good is to be very rude and disrespectful and vicious and cruel, well, then that's exactly what we're going to do. And we see, in fact, that uh, very frequently... A person who would say all day long, I'm a giver, I'm a giver, and has been given to say his or her significant other for many years. And then the significant other does something, betrays the person's trust, uh, doesn't make uh, him or her feel good. And all of a sudden, all of that giving, where is it? It's out the window. Now, uh, it's only, uh, you know, it's only hateful uh, stuff. I hate you. I can't believe you did this. Get out of my life, right? So for the 20 years, a person has been given, given, given. And all of a sudden, now forget about it, right? Why? Because it was never true giving in the first place, which is we want to get to. What could true giving look like? But it was simply taking. It was this is what I need in order to feel good about myself, to conform to a self-image. And consequently, I'll uh, do, do what it takes. And the same thing I see for children uh, in the kind of uh, state of nature. Or parents give to, to children all day long and as in it insofar as they perceive the children as, as part of themselves and conforming to their emotional and psychological uh, images and needs and, and all of that. And then if the children grow up, they go against the ways of the parent or they make the parent look bad or whatever the case may be, all of a sudden it's pure hatred. Right? A, ch- uh, a parent might have uh, invested $100 million, and some parents surely do, that are a little bit uh, on the wealthier side, and invested $100 million in, in his or her child. Right, but when that child and said, look, I'm a giver, I love my child, I'm going to buy them the, uh, the best cars, I'm going to uh, send them to the best uh, universities and yada yada. Right, but when the child does something against that, the parent's self-esteem need, against the parent's image or, or something like that, then all of a sudden, I never want to talk to you again. How many parents do we talk to? You have children? Yeah. Uh, how is that going? You have a good relationship with them? No, no, no. I don't talk to them at all. Why? Well, you see, last Thanksgiving, uh, my 45-year-old daughter, she said that I was a bad parent. She said that I never really cared for her. And after all that I did for her, after giving to her for uh, for uh, 35, well, let's say, no, 25, whatever it was, 30 years, depending on the situation, 18 years, after giving to her so much, and she had the the gall to say such a thing to me, I, then and there, I said, I will never talk to that girl again. Right? Or at least until she apologizes and, and comes begging and, and, and crying. And she hasn't done that yet. So you better believe I'm not talking to her. You get the point? So where was the giving? It's all nonsense. It's all animalistic uh, garbage. So anyhow, what could real giving truly be like? So we would say that when we uh, um, identify ourselves not in a purely animalistic bodily way, I'm this body with these emotional and physical needs. Everybody else exists in order to satisfy those needs, whether it's as it concerns the pleasure of my body or the psychological pleasure or self-image or self-esteem or whatever the case may be or, my, or just my desire to exert my power, to exert the, uh, my influence the, and, and see the satisfaction of my desires. Everybody else exists for those purposes, right? I happen now to want to give to somebody for, and since I want to, 
do what I want because that's part of my animalistic uh, nature, I'm, I'm going to do it, right? Because I happen to want to. But if the, the next day I don't want to, I'm not going to do it. We got the point, right? So if we're able to identify ourselves in a, in a, a, in a higher way than that and we're able to see uh, ourselves for what we are and identify the, the real grounds of reality in us and then, excuse me, we're able to identify our, uh, the, the, our self, our reality, the, uh, the truth, the reality in another person. And we see that the highest thing to do is to contribute to the development of another person and, and to our own development and the development of another person. Then what we do what could, might be called giving in a non-animalistic sense. I see giving is just a word, but we see the reality behind the word. It might be something different than the usual sense of the term. Let's break it down a little more so, so we make sure it's not uh, just uh, fluff and talk. So uh, the idea is that, again, when we simply live in an animal natural state, uh, it's purely on my emotions, on my needs, on my dignity, on my self-esteem needs, on my desire to see the satisfaction of my desires. If I happen to want this, it better happen. I want that, it better happen. Whatever the case may be. That's just the animal state that we've always been in as, as humanity by and large. Uh, however, we would say that it's possible to uh, to, to click and move up to a higher level up to a, to a higher stage of development wherein we conceive of ourselves in, uh, in broader terms. Uh, we understand that I cannot be reduced to my arms and my legs and my nose and my eyes and my hair and neither can I be reduced to my present uh, source of income or neither can I be reduced to my psychological kind of things going on in my head, my pathologies and my conflicts and uh, and my fetishes and my anxieties and my desires and all this, I can't be reduced to any of that. There's a deeper reality to me than that and that's what I'm going to identify with. Now, when I see another person, I can either see the person in a utilitarian, animalistic way and, say, and think there's a, a body that can also make certain sounds on occasion and do certain things and I'm going to think about how this body can satisfy my needs. I walk in the store, there's a body uh, this body can help me find uh, the, the dress or the suit that I need that's my size. Right? And of course, I'm going to say what, what uh, can, I've been conditioned to say that, that seems appropriate. Yes, please, thank you, I appreciate it, yada, yada. But it's the, the actual perception of it is not going to be anything different than that. Now I need to pay uh, my phone bill, so I'm going to call the, the phone company, I'm, and I'm going to hear a, a, a sounds there, a voice there. Now, obviously, it could actually be robotic as... To, to many people's annoyances, uh, frequently they are now <laughs> robotic. But in as much as it's a real person, we still think, oh, it's just that this is a voice that exists for the sole sake of the satisfaction of my desire right now to pay the bill or resolve some other issue uh, with my phone. All right, now we think, uh, you know, I've been told that it's good to, uh, to be in a relationship, uh, to, to have children, to get married. So I'm going to find another body that I can uh, use for that purpose. And then I might have little bodies that I call children for those purposes. Then I might have bodies that, that, that I work with that help me find, get an income. So that's the animal mode of life. Right? And consequently, obviously, there is no giving in that mode of life. No matter, we can give a, a, a $100 or $100 million. We can say the nicest things. We can cook and clean and uh, give the, the sippy cup with the milk to the kitten and, uh, and, and stroke the puppy on the head. We can do whatever, but it's not anything other than just the animal nonsense. But if we are able to... Uh, identify that same reality that we identify in, our, in ourself that's not the same thing as our body and our emotions and so forth in another person, right? And yet we also understand that the other person conceives 
him or herself in those limited terms. That's, that is a reality, right? Even if a person thinks that he or she is X, then that he or she is X as it concerns that person's experience. So, for example, if a person thinks of him or herself as I'm a very uh, depressed, anxious uh, uh, kind of uh, loser, then uh, life is, is horrible and evil and uh, uh, all people are evil. So is it true? Well, it's true for that person. That's how the person experiences it. All right. So consequently, even though in reality, there's that same reality that we identify in ourself, quote unquote, in, or should we say, as indicated to us by that person's body, the person doesn't know it. So consequently, it's not so for that person. It's not experienced like that. So consequently, if we then understand some of those dynamics and we interact with each person in the, uh, with the aim of elevating them out of that small self and toward reality, toward truth, toward goodness, uh, and toward uh, uh, what there is, right? Uh, then we are really truly giving and we're doing something uh, objectively worthwhile uh, f- for that person. And we see that no uh, amount of time just going by can ever uh, change things in, in their own self. Right? We see that a person uh, who, who has not uh, uh, been uh, uh, taken out of the state of nature will remain in that state of nature from cradle to grave. Uh, and it doesn't matter. It's not like the years go by and all of a sudden a person just uh, attains to something higher by themselves. Right? Or, or just as a matter of course, right? like my hair uh, it becomes grayer and I just become wiser. No, that's what we think. right? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm 120 years old. You know how wise I am? No, it doesn't give us wisdom at all. The, the natural passing of age, no amount of experience gives us wisdom, nothing gives us wisdom, except a conscientious, uh, 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 intentional kind of effort to escape from our animalistic state of nature, which if we don't know even anything uh, 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 to do with such things, we can't just do. It's not nothing that will ever cross our mind. We don't know what we're not. We know what we are. Right? We can't understand what, what, what we are from a different point of view. Uh, so consequently, if nobody comes and tells us what we are at present, nobody p- points out our animality and our selfishness and our smallness, we don't know it. We just know that we're that the, the side effects, the, all, all of the issues that we have, but we don't know why or what or anything like that. So anyhow, we see that it doesn't happen by itself in, in individual lives, and it doesn't happen with humanity by itself. If we read about accounts of people whether it's from ancient Rome or ancient Greece or any other period of time, it's the same people that are we with the same vanity, with the same animalism. It's the same exact thing. So we see that even thousands of years can go by and billions of human lives can be burned and there will be no change by itself. So consequently, we see the real value of true giving to somebody else. It's irreplaceable. There's, it's, uh, it's invaluable. There's the, it's the, it can't be compensated even by 10,000 years, by 20,000 years. By a million years, you understand? If nobody ever gives to us in the proper way, a million years can go by and we'll be the same. Humanity will be the same. So that's real giving. Uh, and uh, when we do that, then we surely benefit the other person and we benefit ourselves. And the more that we do that sort of giving, the greater we become. Right? Not in the, in the vain type of way, like I'm, uh, I'm great, I'm uh, you know, in the Napoleon, Alexander the Great type of way, but in the real, genuine human type of way. So let's think about it and get given. Thank you for listening.